Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Sports. Sports. Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomerfeld. And Jordan says, always is the sports outsider, Phil Randall. I worship at the throne of Joel Anderson! <laughs> we all do in one way or another. Yeah, yes. it's true. You uh, you all do, and soon the whole world shall. Yeah, it's Joel's penis. We all just live <laughs> inside that's, it. That's really... Isn't that how it's saying? Not, I don't think that's I don't, saying. Okay. Do yeah, well, actually, no, saying. that might be the same. That might be the same. Yeah. Yes, it's the world. Yes, no, that's absolutely it. Yeah, it is. Okay, it's cute, guys. It's, it's cute. very cute. It's adorable. Hey, guys. You know what? It's March Madness time. Oh, my gosh. The sports outsider with a, with a topical and accurate statement yeah. about sports that are happening right so now. Here's a question for you. I know when we how we know it's March Madness because we're following college basketball. How yeah. do you know, Ooh, as a sports a outsider, how do you know that when you wake up in the morning, like, oh, man, it's March Madness? I'm going to look inside the brain of the sports outsider. Sure, sure. So this is how I know because... Uh, a few days ago, there was a lot of emails sent around my office about filling out a bracket. Yep. And then I go, okay. I know this game. And then today, as I walked in front of everyone's computer, because it's not to brag, I work in an office. Uh, I walked by people's computers, and they were all watching college players play basketball and going, oh, there's upsets happening. Oh, it was Upset City today. Yeah. It was. Did you happen to see any buzzer beaters? Uh, I saw somebody try for a buzzer beater. Okay. And then uh, they lost. They were a fourteenth, uh, third seed that lost to a fourteenth seed. Ooh, yep. big upset! Yeah, it Baylor was a big one. Baylor went down, and uh, UA, UAB yeah. was the one I saw. Yeah, UAB beat Iowa State. Right. Yeah. University of Alabama, Birmingham. Oh, that one. Yeah. So, to the person who's not paying attention, it's when you get that first email about filling out the office bracket. That's yes. when you know. That's when I know. Yeah. Okay. Fair See, I, I simultaneously got like five emails within five minutes of the end of Selection Sunday. Yeah. Because there's, there's a whole bunch of people inviting me How to How many emails did your penis get? <laughs> my, my penis got all of the same emails I did because they were sent to me. And I'm they CC'd on it? But are they, are, are they CC'd on it? Yeah. Or are they BCC'd on it? Was someone ashamed to send it to him? <laughs> BC. Yeah. March Madness Update Watch Update. March Madness Update Watch Update. Brought to you by... Valtrax. Take it. Alright, so... Nearly 40 million Americans are going to fill out brackets this year, Phil. Wow, I was one, one of them. them. I did. Phil is one of them, yeah. Yep. Uh, this is according to a new survey by the American Gambling Association, whose previous surveys include... Which blackjack hand are you, and is that your child's tuition t- check, or a great day at the dog track? Nice. Um, Both! Yeah, who, yeah. Says, who says it has to be one or the other? Yeah. Why is this an either-or? Uh, the survey found that Americans will bet $2 billion through the brackets. Whoa! And a whopping $9 billion damn dollars on total March Madness bets. Wow! Wow, there is $7 billion in non-March Madness wagering? I thought everybody would just do the bracket. I mean, I was aware that people I think, probably, you know. I think the $2 billion, like represents mostly people who are competing among themselves. Not, right. Illegally, essentially. And Whoa. the other $7 billion is all the money in Vegas. So the cops are in yeah. full force cracking down on this, right? You don't think they are. I think a lot. It's too bad. They've already been bought off. 
with brackets. Oh, that makes sense. Extra yes, picks. Most police stations you know, probably only, have a pool. The <laughs> only one who didn't, uh, Serpico. Yeah. Yeah, that guy he was the know, only honest cop. They kept yeah. transferring to different divisions. Each division more crooked than the last. I know Oof. it's hard. <laughs> he kept breaking up their March Madness pools. Uh, the survey found that half of all March Madness viewers have filled out a bracket at some point in their lifetime, and the other half are quadriplegics who would fill out a bracket if they were physically <laughs> able to fill out a bracket. Couldn't they use the uh, Stephen Hawking text thing to fill one out? Not all of them. You can 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 say it out loud. You still got to get some kind of salary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The average American, uh, uh, sorry, Americans are expected to fill out a total of 70 million brackets, betting an average. What would you say the average bracket bet is? $5. The average. $10. An average, Phil. Of $20. Joel? Uh, I'd say 10 $29. $29. What? Oh, $29 damn dollars? Is the average. Boy, Jeez. And that means... Those are some pretty hefty pools. I feel like most of the ones I've been have been five, and you still win a lot of money. I, you, you know, five. I usually was in one for like 25 Ooh. Okay. Hey, big spender. Yeah, just rolling the dice. Yeah. The odds of making a perfect bracket this year, one in 9.2 quintillion. Wow. Why? This is according... What? Why? What do you mean? It seems like that... Like It's a perfect bracket. Everything right. 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 But it's not 50-50 odds on each one, right? Because there's one that's favored, so it seems like that's... Oh, we're getting... Once okay. again, that cheapskate Warren Buffett <laughs> offering a million, mere billion dollars for a perfect bracket. 9.2 quintillion, according to some nerd who never played a day of basketball in his life. Oh! No. And we're just expected to take his mathy word for it? No. However, if you have some basic basketball insight... If you're a yep. non-nerd mm-hmm. who know things like a 16 seed is never beaten a one, okay, you can get those odds down to the more manageable one in 128 billion. That's not bad. So with Warren Buffett, still a huge cheapskate. Bookies aren't the only ones making money off the college basketball juggernaut. In fact, most money made from March Madness is the skim, the guy who runs your office pool, takes off the top. Oof. You know, like administrative fees and, you know, look, I brought in donuts on Thursday. Get off my back. I hate that guy. You know how I paid for those donuts? Our money! (laughs) Uh, The biggest financial losers in March Madness, employers. Mm. Companies are out $1.9 billion in lost wages to distracted and unproductive workers, estimates the employment firm NARC. Buzzkill Downer and Associates. <laughs> Man, those are really unfortunate last names. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Yeah. Uh, I thought the real losers would be the college athletes who are doing all of this and not getting paid. Yeah, you, you could you could make that argument. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I will. I just made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it might be, it's even easier now for employees to watch games this year and tune out of work because there's a new YouTube channel. Ooh. So you know about this. It will offer updates. There are viewers you can watch on CBSSports.com. Sure. And the initiative has, uh, the NCAA has also announced a new initiative called Hands for Brackets as they're committed to fighting the scourge on our country that is quadriplegia. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. March Madness Update Watch Update. March Madness Update Watch Update brought to you by Veltrax Get Some. What's in the show today? Uh, well, speaking of March Madness brackets, we uh, are. We, we were. We, we just were, were talking yeah. about that. Uh, Very actually, literally, not yeah. in a figurative sense. Either. Yeah, yeah we have, good, uh, that's why it was an apt segue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have uh, we have two people from the office here. 
Okay, uh, from, this, from the comedy podcast studio offices. Yeah, Jimmy Gendino, who's our uh, he's our gambling correspondent. He does uh, okay. a lot of our. our I haven't heard a lot there. from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has not been in the office for a while. Yeah. We also don't do uh, in fairness in fairness to Jimmy, we don't do a lot of gambling segments. We don't. Yeah, but he did. He had that uh, that skiing accident that wound up with his his leg getting broken. Oh God! Which is mm. weird. I did not know he skied until he showed up with a broken leg. But yeah, so he's he's sort of been out of the office. But Jimmy Jim Jimmy Gendino. Uh, is going to be on here. Is it the same Jimmy who, who like hurt his hand playing pool? Yeah, with that. And again, never pool? seen him playing pool before. So but then huh. he sort of showed up, and it it really it seemed odd that his hand would have been mangled that horribly in an accident playing pool. Yeah. yeah. So really? so he'll he'll so we're interviewing him and uh, Steve. Yeah, Steve Steve, uh, <laughs> Steve Johnson, who's. Uh, Steve Johnson, who's uh, another uh, you know March Madness enthusiast, he's our figure skating correspondent. Oh, another guy. He's an enthusiast. He's a figure skating correspondent. All right. So anyway, the two of them are going to talk a little bit about the Steve Johnson. Steve, I don't think I've ever heard from a Steve Johnson. It's also the name of a famous podcast. I just kind of stable of stars. Yeah, yeah. I show up half drunk and just get in front of the microphone and talk. I don't hang out in the studio much. Okay. Yeah. We we have Jimmy Gendino and Steve Johnson. Yeah. Okay, I'll believe well, anyway, that they're, they're real. They're going to be on to talk about the March Madness Bowl. Okay. Uh, and sort of, uh, I know they're both, you know, big fans, very excited figure about Figure skating year. correspondent? Yes. Where did they fit into the budget? Yeah, I guess we have a much deeper roster than I think even we right. thought we had. Yeah, that's okay. We should start using these people. Again, a lot of these guys were actually using the other two studios. They could have their own podcast that we could release <laughs> if they're just sitting around. Well, quality control, Phil. We uh, like to do we have them on retainer? Are they time? How does this work? I think they're 1099s. I think they're kind of... Okay, People so we never understand. pay Jimmy Tendino and Steve Johnson. He's certainly not getting uh, health insurance. I know this that. podcast is the point of the spear, folks. You're getting... It, it, it's hundreds... Enough with the dick and Yeah, there's... God, should we just get... What's going for uh, Hey, Phil, is there a weird... A wide world of sports? Goddamn right there is. And news, news, news. As well as verifiable true facts. Oh, yeah, there's also verifiable true yeah. facts. Which we're also looking forward to very much. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Georgia State goes to the dance. Woo! Go Georgia State! Head coach will not be dancing for months. Why? Georgia State won the Sun Belt Conference Tournament and clinched a berth in the NCAA Tournament for the uh, first time. And as we know now, a second round game. Yes, they, they, yeah. they pulled a huge upset. In their Spoiler alert. First game. Uh, so it's the first time in the tournament since 2001. They did it by beating Georgia Southern in a 38-36 game. Ooh, the old Georgia State-Georgia Southern grudge match. 38-36, that's a low-scoring game. So low-scoring, even Big Ten basketball fans derided it as being a bit too showy with the defense. <laughs> Fair. A little Fair. showy. You know, we're Midwestern, very yeah. modest people. Uh, it was the second time the Panthers of Georgia State beat the Eagles of Georgia Southern in eight days. Coincidentally, Georgia Southern... It's how people at Tennessee gas stations give you directions to the city of Savannah. Uh, <laughs> Georgia Southern. Yeah. You'll, you'll see it. Keep Not turn right at the rock. <laughs> Louisville transfer Kevin Ware, who suffered an injury in the 2013 NCAA tournament, now Ware. plays for Georgia State. However, his lower tibia actually still plays for Louisville. Oh, oh I remember that. It was super gross. <laughs> yep, super oh, gross. Oh, is that the one whose leg snapped on YouTube? Yeah. Ah, it's tough. <laughs> his leg snapped in real life. 
That was, you just I, it wasn't just it was, that's fair. It, just, I, it wasn't a bit. Oh, yeah. it wasn't? It was I thought it was checked. a very, very funny special effect. Nope. Good gift. It's a very, very not funny real <laughs> leg folding. I didn't realize people play basketball on GIFs now, but I, that one did. <laughs> Snapchat? Yeah, they Snapchat. GIFs are next. Uh, in the immediate aftermath of the celebration, Georgia State head coach Ron Hunter was significantly injured. Is this another bullet point in the obituary of college basketball court rushing? Uh, could be. Um, Are college students sacrificing safety to have a good time? Definitely. <laughs> Were alcohol and rowdy fans to blame? Yay, I hope Seems so. Seems likely, yes. No. Oh. What? Dude tore his right Achilles tendon from jumping too high. Oh my god. When I saw the red lights go off, I jumped up, Hunter said after the game. I tore my Achilles years ago on the right side playing basketball. It was the exact same feeling. I hadn't jumped that high in 26 years. I knew when I came down. But instead of stopping right there, I wanted to go celebrate with my team. Oh, that's nice. Wow. He just so he went right through on it. on a, a ruptured Achilles tendon? Yeah, he, he, he jumped is so a high. Tough motherfucker. He tore his Achilles tendon, and now he can say he literally exceeded what the human body will allow. That's how <laughs> high he jumped. Yeah. So now he can use that as leverage over his team forever to be like, I know you can push it beyond this because you're not torn on the inside. <laughs> What's that? Got two intact Achilles tendons there? Hey, Dan? Well, then I'd say you're going back the fuck in. Yeah. I'm amazed I didn't do a Joel torn from the inside joke. <laughs> I had one queued up and I didn't use it. What do you mean torn from the inside? Think about it. Oh. Hunter was given a pair of crutches <laughs> to use, and perhaps more importantly, they lowered the basket down to his height so he could cut down the net. That's nice. Which was adorable. Yeah. Uh, coach said he's there's not a chance he will miss the NCAA tournament, which I don't see how he would. He's not playing. Yeah. Sure, it's very inconvenient to use crutches while wearing a suit, but not miss the NCAA tournament inconvenient. Right. I don't know. It makes the pit stains on your suit push all the way through because the crutches push uh, up into the armpit. Obviously, the embarrassment you you you, you never. You'd never want to do that. No, actually, I watched the game today. He was wearing basically just like kind of like black slacks and a black t-shirt. And he had like a chair that he was sitting on with his crutches. <laughs> Is he, okay? he just gave and, up on life. And <laughs> when his team won, he fell off the chair. Uh, <laughs> no joke. He was just like, because ah! he couldn't believe it. Was he a grandma in a Benny Hill episode? <laughs> did, he, did he tear his other Achilles tendon? No, 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 no. He seems to be okay. I think a little banged up. A little okay. banged up, but All he was right. so overjoyed okay. that his team All right. his team won there. Well, that's great. Good for him. I mean, bad for him, but then good for him. He said he'd also, he was going to be, he's not going to get surgery now, and that uh, the bus ride back was the best bus ride he'd ever had. Probably because of all the Oxycontin he snorted. <laughs> Makes sense. That and who's ever enjoyed a bus ride ever. Introduce and uh, welcome to the podcast, Jimmy Gendino and Jordan Nuscoff, our gambling correspondent, and Steve Johnson, our figure skating correspondent. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you guys finally on the podcast. I yeah. know I've been a correspondent yeah. for three years and I've never made it on the air. So we're gonna we're gonna get paid for this uh, today, possibly. You, you'll and, get paid and... weekly, like always. Okay, all right. It'll but, go through so payroll. It's not like a cash advance because I'm gonna be on the show. 
No, no. It'll you be can like, pay oh, me when kids. you want. I'm just happy to be here. Well, no, you, you'll be paid weekly, like always. It'll go through payroll. I haven't gotten paid by this place yet. This is my first time on the air. Is there is there like a window that sort of looks towards the exit? Can I sit? Can I sit facing the? Is there? uh, I think that would actually really be bad for the sound. Yeah, there's no windows. Yeah, no, it's it's a studio. Okay, we try to keep. Uh, I like your microphones. Thank you, Steve. Now I think we're getting a bit off track. Let's talk March Madness, guys. Let's talk brackets. Let's talk the office pool, huh? Yeah. Uh, Well, my bracket's fucked. That's what's happening, Jordan. Totally fucked. Well, why is that? Uh, Well, I thought this was gonna be a big year for the Big Twelve. Big 12, big oh. year, uh, and uh, yeah, so I might have had a Final Four matchup with uh, with Baylor and ISU in there, and uh, they're both out! Yeah. First day, both gone. They're gone. So well, that's well, you know, great. That's just fantastic is what that is. But you know, I find, and maybe maybe you'll agree with me on this, Steve, that in March Madness, it's not about the brackets, it's about the upsets like that. It's just so much fun It to makes it more fun, it does. I had my brother check my bracket today to see how many I won, and you know what? I got them all right! Oh my god, he- Fucking kidding! But even but even if you didn't, it's still fun, right? Yeah, what I did is I put all of the names up in a giant hat. Because oh. I got a cowboy hat, and I haven't used it yet, so I thought it'd be perfect to drop names of schools in. And I just started pulling them out, and I went, that one's gonna come in first place, that one's gonna come in second place, and so on. Steve, you are killing me right now. You are literally killing me. I don't know why. It's so fun to fill out names on pieces of paper with pens. Did you not see the average RPI of a Big 12 team going into the tournament? Did you not see that donuts were purchased for the people who filled out brackets? I did see that. It wasn't that great. I thought that was really fun. There was donuts and donut holes. There was. Do- I had one of each. Don't tell my wife. Oh, I won't. Don't worry, don't Steve. Don't worry. Your secret's yeah. with me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stutter before I said Steve, the word it's wife. Just, it's, Steve, it's just a little hard because like some of us some of us are, are, are being a little... We're, we're serious when we fill out this project. I'm serious, too. Uh, I uh, seriously wrote... I made sure that my penmanship was very good. Important. Yeah, it's very important. Very important so it could be read. And then I made sure that I uh, I prayed to God before I wrote down every single one to make sure that, that he approved. Just, yeah, spiritual just guidance. Listen, that, that's a great, that's a fun it's part of that, gambling. It's, it's, just, it's, it's, uh, it's just that with, with everybody chipping in uh, uh, exactly $39 here, Steve, uh, uh, you know, the total pool for the winner is actually up over five grand this year. Oh, I chipped in so, $50. Uh, did you? Yeah, because I figured, well, I've won the last five years, so... I figured I'd just get it back anyways, pay it forward. I think it's the five five grand, that's like life-changing money. That's precisely the amount of money that you could then take and put it, I don't know, like an NBA parlay uh, and turn that into just enough money to really... Is that like parlays from Pirates of the Caribbean? No. When they go, I want a parlay with your captain. Point, point. And then you get to go talk to Longbeard. Right, right. I know what you're talking about. Oh, we should all forget watching the games. We should all watch Pirates of the Caribbean tomorrow. Maybe after the games. Maybe after the games. Oh, I don't know. I just like to check off the scoreboard. The thing is, Steve, it's some of us really, maybe really needed that five grand for something. Well, then you should work hard and then get promotions at work, and then you Uh, can earn that money. That's hard, especially when you you spend a lot of time doing research and miss some some work because of a, what did I say it was? A uh, boating accident? You said you had a skiing accident. Skiing, yeah, it was skiing. It was skiing. Did you have a boating accident too? uh, I might have a boating accident this next weekend on account of Georgia. uh, Oh, hold on. I, does this have something to do, did the people who own the boat, do they wear big black suits with dark sunglasses? Because they were right outside the door of the studio. Oh, shit, are you serious? And they were asking for you, and I said, he's right inside. We're just going to talk about brackets those, for a while, and he'll be right out. Jesus Christ, you're killing me, Steve. 
What? Don't use the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, come on, maybe That's someone like not you who's looking for $5,000 should maybe seek uh, guidance in a higher power. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you want to borrow $5,000? Wait, uh, see, would you lend me $5,000, Steve? Yeah, well, of course, I'd do anything for a friend. Well, let's see, uh, how about $10,000, Steve? Well, of course, as soon as I win the next, this year's bracket... Uh, I'll give you five thousand, and then when I win next year's bracket, I'll give you another five. Oh, generous guy. Well, I could really, I could really use ten thousand dollars in the next like three days. Three. Well, how long is this tournament? Uh, it's a, it's a few weeks. Ah, you're gonna have to wait a few weeks. Steve, really, it's it's. God, God bless you. First of all, you're just you're a wonderful guy, Steve, in just a lot of different ways. It's just really hard to know that I'm. I'm so far behind you in this pool. <laughs> you pick names out of a hat. It's That's really true. interesting that you guys have very distinctly different approaches to the tournament. I just yes. felt like number 14 was lucky this year. <laughs> fun to watch the tournament isn't it just enjoy like can't you just embrace the how much fun someone like steve is having and like i'm having watching the games you know i miss i miss some here i miss some there but it, you know it's just so much fun to see the upsets uh, well, I'm like, I'm, i guess games. i really wasn't i all i could do was was watch those upsets happen and think to myself about other upsetting things like if someone say i don't know ripped all your fingernails out that'd that be, is that'd upsetting be upset. that'd be a huge upset i saw the movie saw once and it gave me nightmares oh i did not like that i didn't care for it let me tell you something the guys who own that boat saw's just getting started for them okay well hey it sounds like you really need money you know what we're gonna do we're gonna pass around a hat at this table i'm gonna start by putting in three dollars I guess I have, you know, I got like, I, I have a five buck. Well, there we and go. And then in. when Phil and Joel come back, then they'll say that they'll put money in and never do it. And then we'll go to Gene. Gene, he's usually good for a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah, Gene. And I'll ask Gene's your friends outside just, if they'll you, throw you, money you in. mention it to Gene, maybe don't mention my name. Because uh, I don't think he would, he would probably not chip in if he knew what it was for. Because he was really upset about, well, the inciting incident for that skiing accident. I might have borrowed uh, some money from him to pay for lift tickets. I don't understand your cause and effect relationships. <laughs> All right. I find it confusing. Now, Jimmy, you said you had an all Big 12 championship game. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so I had, I had, it was, it was Kansas versus Indiana, Iowa State. Well, okay, Kansas is still in it. Kansas is still in it. Date of this. Kansas is still alive. And a lot of people have picked Kentucky. So if Kansas wins this, I am, I am still alive in this one. <laughs> and, and do you know who, who you have there? Could do you know who you got? By the grace of God, I do not remember. That's fine. That's fine. I remember. I remember. What? What? I, uh, I believe what he has is, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, Ohio State. Okay. A 10 seed. All right. And, uh, and they're going to be, uh, they're going to be, they're going to be taking on, uh, uh, Virginia. Hey, wouldn't that be something? That's why I picked it. Because that would really be something. A 10 seed in the final. That'd be great. Wow. What a rags to riches story, just like my life. Well, it seems like uh, we should probably wrap up. Uh, I think Joel and Phil will be on their way back, and I think those guys outside are looking for you, uh, Jimmy. Well, hey, let's we take them to, to Coldstone. Yeah, why don't there. you guys take them to take them to Coldstone? Oh, there they are. Well, why don't yes. you come with us? Here uh, we go. I'm actually I'm gonna go out the back way. All right, I'll go in the back way with you and make sure that your friends know that we're going out there. Uh, maybe, hey, uh, friends! No, he's going okay. out the back well, way. Go. Oh, Thank you very much. Verifiable true facts, like trivia, but less fun. Brought to you by Ritz Crackers, reasonably cheap. 
Verifiable True Facts March Madness Edition. Woo! Yeah. ESPN statistical analysts said that even the most likely thing to happen in terms of who reaches the Final Four mm-hmm. is less than 10%. Wow. Most likely huh. thing to happen, still less than 10%. But even that is more likely than any of these analysts talking to girls in the ESPN cafeteria tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that. That cafeteria, rough, rough space. Sausage fest. The NCAA is a great is great at creating storylines. The Southern Me- uh, Methodist uh, University head coach, the well traveled Larry Brown, uh, faced off against his former team UCLA in the first round. Now he lost. Oh, yeah. But if he would have won, he could have faced off against his former team Iowa State if they had won. <laughs> but in this case, could have faced off against his former team against UAB. Yeah. And if he would have beaten UAB, he would have had an opportunity to face off against his former team, Iowa, his former team, North Dakota State, his former team, Gonzaga, or his former team, Davidson, in the Sweet 16. Oh, wow. It's just a shame the Pistons aren't in it. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, people often shorten schools' names in college basketball. Two-seed Arizona is often shortened to Zona. Oh, yeah. One-seed Villanova, often shortened to Nova. Yep. And 11-seed Ole Miss is often abbreviated with KKK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's racist. <laughs> uh, many analysts were predicting an, uh, an 11-seed Texas mm-hmm. would upset 6-seed Baylor. They almost did. They did not. But if mm. this would have happened, many longtime Butler fans would at least have relished in the fact that they've reached a level of status where a major program like Texas beating them would qualify as an upset. Absolutely. However, to Butler fans born after 1995, this would just be another example of athletic director Barry Collier's <laughs> over-reliance on the nebulous term, the Butler way, and his utter inability to make the right basketball hire nearly two years after Brad Stevens left for the Celtics. How yeah. many chances does this guy get? Riot! And it's a That's... damn shame because Phil is not going to be able to make his variety of different Butler-did-it jokes. I know. This is the first year where I can't do that. No, they, they won. Oh. Butler? Yeah, didn't oh. they? Hey, the butler oh, did it. back in it, Phil. Yeah, there we go. Uh, at seven feet tall and white, Wisconsin's Frank Comiskey <laughs> is the most Wisconsin player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but female students at the University of Wisconsin have, have confirmed that at seven feet tall and white, he's not the most Wisconsin player of all time. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That goes to junior running back Melvin Gordon. 6'1", 207 pounds, too big for anal. Mm. Oh, yeah. Joel. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, though, no, I wanted your commentary. What is this? <laughs> though a perennial contender and a two-seed in this year's tournament, Gonzaga has never been to a Final Four. Wow. I didn't know that. This is surprising the most and probably the greatest page turn discrepancy between popular perception and truth since the government's false flag attack on the World Trade Center. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Hell, I didn't know this was this kind of podcast. We all know what happened. Oh Bro. my gosh! Bro. President Obama picked John Calamari. It was John Calipari. There we go. He picked John Calipari and his University of Kentucky Wildcats to win it all, and they're both Freemasons. Surprise! Surprise! This podcast really turned a corner. <laughs> If the University of Kentucky wins the tournament, they'll be the first team in history to go 40-0, and and more impressively, will be the first ever professional basketball team to end the season undefeated. Oh, yeah. Uh, Plenty of controversy about UCLA getting in, which the chair of the NCAA selection committee defended by saying UCLA passed the eyeball test. The eyeball test in this case was really more of a question of whether the players on UCLA were carbon-based, which they passed with flying colors. They They had had eyeballs. They had eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. Carbon-based had eyeballs. 
As for what makes Scott Barnes, the NCAA Selection Committee chair, qualified for his position, he is also the athletic director at Utah State. So he's got a lot of free time in afternoons. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, Duke is the first team since 1999 to earn a one seed despite not winning their conference or their conference tournament. Oh, but, wow. But that really is a testament to who these Duke players have beaten. Even if those allegations were made at a student retreat and there was no formal statement given to campus police. <laughs> Yikes! Verifiable true facts. Like trivia, but less fun. Brought to you by... Ritz Crackers. Try to... Hey, here comes boxes! Oh, you're going down, Ritz Crackers! I ate all your crackers! Now punch in the head! For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Wide world of weird sports. What do we have this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, Misha. Uh, Misha. Misha Barton? Uh, close. Uh, Misha, also known as Mishka, or the Olympic Mishka, is the name of a Russian bear mascot of the 1980s Moscow Olympic Games. Or in Japan, <laughs> Donald Duck. Right. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it was the uh, 22nd Summer Olympics that he was the mascot of, and he was designed by children's book illustrator Victor Chizikov. Chizikov. For the moment, sounding like one of the more normal uh, Olympic mascots. Yeah, he was just a bear. Right, because right. they've also they had like the spring one and the like like they've started making up fictional entities that are just right. beyond anything that a comic. Oh, this was. one's weird because the it's normal. Paperclip was one. Yeah. Right, right. Was, yeah. and it was yeah. like determination. Right, that's yeah. what it was. I think there was also the uh, one year it was an invisible ghost. Yeah, and you just couldn't see anything. It was a very it was a it was a bold conceptual choice. Yeah, it was. It was just like they would take pictures of backgrounds and be like, "There he is." Get a hand to Olympics when it comes to a lot of this theme stuff, like the opening ceremonies closed. A lot of bold conceptual choices being made. Absolutely, one thing you can say for him. Uh, Mishka is the first mascot of a sporting event to achieve large scale commercial success in merchandise. Oh, yeah, the Misha doll. Uh, was used extensively during the opening and closing ceremonies, appeared on several merchandise products, and had both an animated short film and a television series. All of which are now common practice, not only at the Olympic Games, but also at the FIFA World Cup and other events mascots. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but Mishka first came up with the phrase, Eat My Shorts. Yeah, yeah. it was all over all the t-shirts. It was <laughs> yeah. like, don't have cow, man. Yeah. Simpsons stole it. Yeah. Uh, Misha also appeared in the 1980s Olympics episode of the Russian cartoon Nu Parogodi, <laughs> handing trophies to the wolf and the hare. Of course. Yeah. As one does. <laughs> of course. Um, let's go into the origins of the name Misha. Uh, in Russian, Misha is a short form for the Russian male name Mikhail and Mishka. 
Which it's, is a diminutive form of Misha. It's Mike. Yeah, kind of. Mike the Bear. <laughs> hey, I'm Mike the Bear. I mean a cartoon. <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the name in any of its forms is a common colloquialism in Russian for a bear because it's similar to the standard name for bear, which is Medved. That's what bear is. Uh, Medved. Medved. Also, most anthropomorphic bears in Russian fairy tales have this name. They're all named Mike. They're all named Mike. Mike is just a bear. Mike, a very good bear name. If I have to name bear, it'd be named Mike. In Russia, all names of bears are Mike. (laughs) Thank you, Yakov. It is thought to originate as a euphemism for Medved, which was tabooed because of magical thinking that let out the true name of the dangerous animal may cause it to come and attack. Okay, I didn't I didn't follow all that. Okay. <laughs> Real quick, unpack that one. It what? is thought to originate as a euphemism for Medved, the name uh, Misha. Okay. Uh, which was tabooed because of magical thinking oh. that letting out the true name of the dangerous animal may cause it to come and attack. If you say the so, word bear, then a bear will yeah, attack so you. So if I say bear too often, at some point a bear would break into the studio and attack us. It's like Beetlejuice. Bear oh, okay. But, right, so yeah. that's why you say, like, uh, something, Mike. Right. And, oh, okay, you mean bear, but you're not saying That's why whenever I have to say the word Beetlejuice, I usually just say Beetlejuice. Because then I don't actually say the name. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not afraid. I just say bear. Okay, stop saying that, though, because it'll come back. bear? Yeah, stop it. Uh, Medved, which means bear. honey eater. Oh, but, I mean, it, but it translates that to sound, bear. That sounds like yeah. a slur. Right. Hey there, look at you, honey eater. Hey, honey eater. Don't call me. I'm not like you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it itself is thought to be an older Proto-Slavic euphemism for the Proto-Indo-European Medved. For bear. For bear. Okay. Yep. Uh, all interesting information. Uh, origins. In 1977, the committee organizing the Olympics held a contest for the best illustration of a bear. They wanted it to be a bear for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the judges chose Victor... Chizhikov's design depicting a smiling bear cub wearing a blue, black, yellow, green, red, color of the Olympic rings, belt with a golden buckle shaped like the five rings. So was Victor Chizhikov a a good Whoa. Watch the last name. Oh, it's bringing it back to this. Yeah. Uh, Misha was confirmed as the official mascot on December 19th, 1977. During the closing ceremony of the 1980 Olympic Games, Misha the Bear appeared with a tear in his eye. He was Aww. holding a couple of balloons, and at the end, he released, and they flew away from the stadium. Aww. He was so sad that now he's going, like, his career's done. He was, that was the peak. This, of course, this was the Summer Olympics that the United States did not attend. Yeah. And then after he released the balloons, he disappeared. But then a few hours later, he landed on a Vorobyov Gori, I don't know what that is, and later was exhibited at the Exhibition Center, which is a good place to exhibit things. Misha reappeared, tears and all, in the closing ceremony of the 2014 Winter Olympics. He came back. So it's just like, Misha, Misha, I'm like, I'm still sad bear. It's a much better chant in Russia. In, in, In English, it's, Mike, Mike. Mike! Yeah, it's true. That's good. It's true. In 1988, in connection with the 60th anniversary of Mickey Mouse, 
a special magazine was produced in which Mickey Mouse and Misha met. Wow, wow. He's really part of the zeitgeist in Mother Russia. Yeah. And that brings it down to another wide world of... Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. All right, you can find us on Sue.co. That's our official sponsor, TSU.co slash sports the number three podcast. It's the only social media site that pays you to post just like Facebook or Twitter. It's free to sign up, and if you sign up through tsu.co slash sports3podcast, we get a little taste of it as well. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports3podcast. Please, I know that a lot of people still view us or listen to us on iTunes because it's easy to download the feed, but we were really trying to build up our SoundCloud. So check us out there, follow. We'd appreciate it. Or follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash sports, the number three podcast. We want a storm of people going to our SoundCloud account. Yeah. Right now it's looking a, a little bear. Oh, bear. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's not going to be a bear attack. No. If we say bear too many times. No, just keep well, saying no, bear. Not even any bears in Los Angeles. Right. Bear, 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 bear. That's <laughs> true. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.